Welcome to the penultimate. Is that the word? Penultimate? Well, it depends. Does that, do, is that one after this? Yeah. Yeah, the penultimate, I think. But I was, asking, I was, was asking, is that a word? Um, the la- yes. And <laughs> the, word, the one before then was the anti-penultimate. Which is what the... The one before the one... Three to go. <laughs> uh, you're a Christian and you are Thank alive. You. Uh, and so today, we, uh, in this penultimate uh, podcast, uh, we want to talk about the Christian life. Yes. Uh, and I imagine for everyone, assumption there, I'm thinking of myself, this past few months there has been the ups and downs of lockdown where th- times have made no sense. And I'm trying to think of sometimes where everything has made sense. But um, just, just the up and down nature of, of the mm. past few months and, and, and life, you know, in, in life we have challenges. We, uh, maybe you've grown up a Christian um, and you've had times where you felt close to God. Maybe you've had times where you felt distant, doubted, um, or maybe you've come to faith, uh, a moment in which you encounter the Holy Spirit, encounter God, but then questions follow and, and um, we, mm. we journey through life as Christians. And Johnny, I, I wanted to ask you in this episode a bit about uh, the Christian life and how do we continue in it and how do we live a, a life with a, a lasting faith? Mm. Um, that's quite broad. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, um, help me. Well, um, I heard a talk recently that I found really helpful, which gives a bit of a, um, uh, a pattern or a... Um, structure for thinking about the different phases we go through in Christian life because there are definitely different phases yes there's the initial experience of conversion Mm -hmm. there are times where you go through dry patches times where something terrible goes wrong and you're really confused times yeah as you said times where it all makes sense times where it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and uh so this isn't original to me but um uh, one way of looking at it is is kind of four phases of Christian life um, so the first is dualism. Dualism, writing it down. Uh, dualism, which is where we kind of establish um, where everything's very clear and it's right and wrong, Yes. Uh, true and false. So we become a Christian mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, before I was a Christian, I was full of despair, sadness, yeah. anxiety. Now I've become a Christian, I'm filled with peace and joy and I have and loads hope. of friends. And yeah, before my relationship was terrible, now my relationship is brilliant. Before I didn't know what I was doing with my life, now I've got purpose and direction. And it's just very clear. And uh, so before I was living a lie, now I know the truth. And that is a genuine experience of the Christian life. And there's a lot of the Bible that will feed into that and speak into that. Uh, The Ten Commandments. Do not... Uh, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not lie. You know, these are things that are very clear cut. Yeah. And, um, and they're a verse, you know, in terms of Jesus says, no one comes to the Father, ex- I'm the way, the truth, and life. Yeah. No one comes to the Father except through me. Things that seem very clear. And that's a really important phase to go through in the Christian life. Yeah. And it's often something that orientates us, often gives us really strong foundations. Certain things are right, certain things are wrong. Certain things are true, certain things are false. But then we tend to go through a next, another phase, uh, which is what you might call pragmatism. Mm -hmm. Which is you start realizing that life is 
things are getting a bit more complicated. And you think, oh, actually, there are, hang on, there are four different versions of Jesus' life, which are all slightly different, okay? Okay, yeah. Um, or there are, there are two different versions of the history of Israel in the Old Testament. You have kings, you have chronicles. And, okay, well, there's, and there's the perspective of Job, which is slightly different from the perspective of Deuteronomy, say. And so now it thinks things are beginning to get blurred and not so clear-cut. And basically, you're trying to work out how to live life well yeah. within the complexities yes. of life. And you realize that things, well, hang on, there are some Christians, who, there are some non-Christians who are really nice. Mm-hmm. And there are some Christians who are really not very nice. Yeah. Uh, the church has a has a terrible history, has an amazing history and a terrible history. Yeah. Okay, that's a bit complicated. I'd rather, and outside of the world, there's good and there's evil. Yes. Okay, it's not quite as clear cut as I would like it yeah. to be. And I just need to know how to navigate through life. So what then you're looking for, just strategies, how to have more joy in my life. You're attracted to talks that are called how to have more joy in my life, how to make yeah. the most of 2021. How to live a wise life. How to live a wise life. Yes. Um, and you're attracted to, whereas in dualism, you're attracted to leaders who will just tell you what's right and wrong yeah. and what's true and false. The leaders you're looking for in the, in the phase of pragmatism is leaders who act more like coaches, yeah. who can just help you navigate life and make the most of life and, yeah. and uh, work out a good strategy for living the Christian life in a way that's authentic and helpful. Mm. And then the third phase uh, is what you might call mysticism, uh, which is particularly when life begins to make no sense. And is that... Um because uh, I know we've chatted a bit about this, is that often follow a, like a crisis? Yeah, exactly. Or, or a challenge or, or yeah. whatever it might be. So that would be often either just you just become drier and drier in your Christian faith. Yes, which is a crisis. And doubts and, yeah. cre- and, doubts and increase in questions and mm-hmm. you're not quite sure what to do about it. Um, or something happens. Yeah. There's a dramatic intervention in your life, which is a, a tragedy, a breakup, yeah. an illness. And suddenly maybe the way you'd understood life before no longer makes sense. Mm. And suddenly you're just asking lots of questions. Maybe God feels distant. Uh, The usual answers and strategies aren't working for you. And then what you're doing is is you're really finding God in the questioning, in the not understanding, trying to find peace in, in the mystery. Mm. of things okay this doesn't make sense we don't have the answers we don't know and and you're looking for leaders who who help you see through things that are artificial or simplistic and who help you find meaning in the mystery and again the kind of parts of the bible that you'd be particularly attracted to there is ecclesiastes which just says all the way through meaningless meaningless everything (laughs) is meaningless Um, or Job, yeah. kind of raging against God, which is just life is unfair. Or the Psalms, or some of the Psalms we talk about, you know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. People, um, wicked people seem to be flourishing. Good people seem to be struggling. Mm. Um, whatever the line in the Psalms, of, and darkness is my closest friend. Yes. <laughs> and everything seems bleak, but you're looking to try and find meaning in the meaninglessness of life mm-hmm. um, and just recognizing that you don't know the answers and sometimes 
we have to find a way of navigating life where we don't know. Yes. And then the fourth phase um, is integration, which is where you're able to bring these three other phases together mm-hmm. and realize actually some things are black and white. Yeah. It's not like, oh, it's maybe murder sometimes is the right thing. Yeah, okay. Um, or, you know, God, you know, do we know whether God loves us? Mm-hmm. Well, no, we do. I mean, we, we do. Um, so there are some things which really are black and white. There are some things where you just have to work out strategies and be pragmatic, and some things we'll never understand. But you try and work out a way of integrating all three in your life. Yeah. And how, and, and can I, how, how do you progress? And the sort of language of like phrases you know, can sometimes yeah. be slightly misleading, but how do you progress? Also, slightly yes. misleading word, but like into those next phases or into that place of integration of, yes, there are things which are yes. true, right and wrong. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, there, there are some things which require questioning. And, yeah, how yeah. do we progress? Yeah, that's really tricky. And it's definitely not a, um, as, as you yourself will say, it's not a progression. It's not like um, it's like level one Christians yes. yeah. who are at the dualism phase, level two are at pragmatism, level three. Um, and then just very, it's probably just you and me and a few others who've got to level four. Yeah. It's not, yeah, that's it's not okay. there aren't levels of Christians. Mm-hmm. You're either a Christian or you're not. Yeah. It's not. You don't progress through different levels. These are more just different experiences of the Christian life that we might be going through. Yes. And that's okay. Because if you're very comfortable in the dualism, yeah. then it can feel really uncomfortable if you're going through a phase where things don't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Equally, if you're very comfortable with everything being questioned and yeah. we don't know any answers, everything's very fluid and yeah. nothing's very certain, it can feel a bit uncomfortable Yes. When we're, we're confronted with things that are actually very clear yeah. in black and white. Yeah. So, um, and so I think it's, it's, it's helpful as a structure in terms of just being comfortable in whatever phase we find ourselves mm-hmm. in and not judging other people who find themselves in a different phase. So you might be in a question where time where you're just kind of questioning things and life feels very complicated and then you've got a friend who's who's just become a Christian, you know. And it's very straightforward, isn't Very it? straightforward, yeah. very clear. And you're like, oh, so naive. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'll learn. Yeah, yeah, just wait. Just you wait. And you can feel a kind of superiority. Yeah. Because whereas that's, I mean, Jesus, a lot of things were just very straightforward. Hmm. Jesus said, you can sum up the whole of the law in terms of love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, yeah. heart, mind, soul, and strength. In, not in that order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, those four things. And love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no kind of questioning about that. Yes. That's just true. Yeah. Um, Romans 10 verse 9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. Yeah. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him yeah. shall not perish but have eternal life. The Ten Commandments. There are some things yes. which are totally clear. And it's not very helpful trying to pretend like we don't really know these things. Yeah. Trying to pretend you don't really know things that are clear yeah. is as unhelpful as trying to pretend yes. that there aren't questions and problems and things that we don't understand. And trying to pretend you know when you don't know. Yeah. So I think there's um, 
there are some things we don't know and shouldn't pretend that we do, some things we do know and shouldn't pretend that we don't. Mm. And I suppose you're just trying to find a kind of comfort in that. Yeah. Um, in, in that rhythm. And remembering that actually, um, I mean, with the ministry of Jesus, there were some things that Jesus was very clear on, some things where he just refused to tell people. Mm. Other times where he gave very practical advice and on how to navigate life. Um, but Jesus also said that we are to become like children. So it's not like a kind of becoming more and more well, again, it's one of those things that is confusing because there t- it does talk about growing in maturity. Yes. You do grow maturity in the Christian life, mm-hmm. but also the aim is to become like little children yeah. in that kind of simple trust yeah. in our Heavenly Father. And again, that's something that feels like a paradox that we, that we hold together. Um, but the danger is definitely not, we're not trying to go through these, these levels. Mm. And I think that's helpful because for me, some of the richest times in my life have been in the times of the questioning and the yeah. doubting. And you can easily spiral out at that point. It's what some people call the wall, like yeah. hitting the wall. And like you've been very happy in the dual, maybe dualism and pragmatism and then you think actually Christianity doesn't work for me anymore. Yeah. Whereas actually Christianity works really well in the not knowing, mm-hmm. questioning, struggle and darkness and confusion yeah you know and a lot of the bible speaks into that yeah and the psalms job jesus jesus's passion and crucifix all of those speak so um paul's honest wrestling with his thorn that he asked god to remove and he didn't Mm. unanswered prep all of there's there's a lot of riches in the Bible that speak into that phase, yeah. as well as every other. You know, the Bible orientates us and tells us very clearly about some things, and the Bible's full of practical wisdom that helps yes. us navigate life. Yeah. So um, it's helpful just having those. For me, it's helpful just thinking in those in those different ways and being comfortable in those different phases. Yeah. Very very helpful, Johnny. Johnny, you've um, helped me and a lot of us. Uh, doing the growth track in the past year with these uh, conversations of me asking you all sorts of questions. Um, before, before you pray for us to finish, um, what, what would you say to somebody who's finishing up sort of this year, finishing mm. up the growth track? I think the final podcast will chat with Hannah Milne a little bit about mm. how to finish something like this well. Um, we're speaking in the context of COVID-19, global pandemic, uh, the lockdown. Pandem- a pandemic. Yes, it is not a global, it's just a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Johnny. I, I don't think you could it's have a global. It's been such a thrill having you here. Um, like it's the global, yeah. <laughs> like rather than the local pandemic. Yeah. Well, um, what's the local one? A. I don't actually know. Oh, there we go. Just a demic. <laughs> just a demic. Um, we're speaking of the context of this global pandemic. This there you go. Pandemic, I'm going to stick yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, just to be clear. Going into summer, lockdown at the moment is easing. Who know, I don't know. What would you say to us? We all want to follow Jesus. We all want to grow in our faith. Um, what would you say to us? <laughs> um, 
I think um, remember that faith is is a gift from God. And God is the one who helps us to grow in our in our mm. faith. I think we talked about this maybe in our very first podcast. Yeah, we did. That this isn't something we we work up. And mm. um, there's our own involvement in it. There's choices we make, disciplines, um, a desire on our part, all the rest. But ultimately, it's only something that God mm. enables and allows. The if you've made some good choices to read the Bible, yeah. instead of reading something else first thing in the morning that has only been because god has helped you to do that mm. um if you've decided to do the growth track and you've grown your faith that is something that god has been at work doing within you yeah so i think just to keep asking god to help us to grow mm. but being willing to um to go through the process. If we say to God, I want to grow my faith, to give up, to put into God's hand how he might do that. Because hmm. it might not be very comfortable. Yeah. And so that's quite a risk, actually. Because I remember um, praying sort of halfway through university on Lord, I just... I really want to grow in my faith. I really want to grow in intimacy with you, Lord, whatever it takes. I want to do that. And then within a few weeks, I was really ill and having to drop out of university and going through one of the, um, the toughest periods of my life mm. in which I grew yeah. in my faith and grew in intimacy with God but not definitely not through the means by which I would have chosen. Yeah. And so that's, um, that's uh, quite a brave prayer to pray and say, Lord, I want to grow my faith, but I, and I, and Lord, whatever it means, mm. if it means going off to a foreign country yeah, to serve you in a, in a way that's very different, leaving behind the things I'm very comfortable with. If it means staying when I'd rather go off on an adventure, <laughs> I'll do that if it means getting up early, whatever it means, Lord. Yeah. I want to do that. Um, then God honors that. And he only, d we only go through what, what he knows yeah. we're able to cope with. Um, Lord, thank you so much for these times. And um, uh, Lord, we pray it'd be helpful for maybe someone other than just being James. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lord, we pray... We pray that prayer, that we want to grow in faith. We want to know you better. We want to serve you more effectively. And so, Lord, whatever it takes. And uh, in the words of St. Augustine, and turning now to the Lord our God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who is almighty, or immortal and invisible, we bless your name and pray that what is lacking, you would supply. What is amiss, you would correct. And what is cold, you would inflame with the power of your undying love. Now and always. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much, Johnny. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>